Oh yeah, we are back in the Ahsoka verse. I'm here once again with my co-conspirator Shoff. Shoff, how you doing today? Ooh, I feel like it's time to fly, Vac. Yeah, it's time to fly. That is the time. The name <laughs> of this episode, Shoff is quoting part three of Ahsoka, Time to Fly. So we thank you very much for joining us once again. If you haven't checked out our previous episode, we talked about parts one and two last week. And we're going to continue to talk about every episode of Ahsoka as it airs. So, Shoff, let's get right into it. What did you think of part three, Time to Fly? Uh, I liked it. I liked it. To me, it wasn't as strong as the first two. Uh, I also felt that it was sort of, it wasn't a filler episode, truly, but it was, I don't feel like a ton was accomplished in this episode. Um, Yes, there were some spectacle moments uh, here and there, uh, but I, I I felt like it didn't truly further the plot mm-hmm. much more than what we already know. Right, people were not like truly changed by any of these things. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. I felt like we, there's only what eight episodes mm-hmm. in this series. Like, yes, I think that it needs to go a little harder than this to accomplish its its end goal so this felt Mm -hmm. a little a little less purposeful uh than the previous ones but i I still i appreciated it there were there were definitely some really nice moments sprinkled throughout so definitely looking forward to talking about them how about you i think i'm right there with you it's definitely one that i think it's meant to be about sabine's journey and it's a lot of meditation i think Mm -hmm. of okay she might be force sensitive. We don't know that a hundred percent yet. She's she's starting her training again with Ahsoka, and we still don't know why Ahsoka stopped training her. I think we'll be getting that a little bit later in the series. But like you said, eight episodes. We don't even know if the if we're getting a second season of this. We're getting one. Uh, just it's a very quick eight episodes, you know. And we got the first two right away. Um, but you know what? I was also thinking. This might be a very good binge if you have like all eight episodes out in front of you. I don't think we will have this issue of ah, this is a little bit slow. You know, we're we're doing it week to week, but if the person who's binging it has, I can just press play and go right to the next episode. Yeah, they won't necessarily have that. But I was, I'm right there with you. The dog fight in this episode was fantastic, and Ahsoka flipping on the wing and and doing lightsaber battle in space i don't think we've ever seen that before we've seen just on uh there was on actually on clone wars it was um like a jedi floating in the upper atmosphere with a lightsaber but not out in space not out in orbit so i think this might be the very first time we've seen that so when i was watching it i was like this is something I've never seen before. Uh, so I was, I was really enjoying that. I liked that. I didn't necessarily love like her uh, space suit. I was going to say that. like that to me felt, I was like, wow, 
She's got a personal custom spacesuit, <laughs> uh, and yeah. it looks pristine, like she's never used it. <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like it is brand spanking new. She just took, yeah. it. like in the scene earlier, she's like taking the plastic off, like she's yeah. cutting the tags. She's like, "Oh, should I wash this first? Um, yes. I'm just gonna wear it. <laughs> I want to wear my new clothes. You know, everybody likes to wear their new fit. You know, so." Uh, but it, it was, it was fun. Um, there were definitely some mirroring moments with, um, stuff that ha happens in rebels, you know, they're running to like, to, uh, assume the gun, the gunner seat, you know, mm. like Sabine was taking the gunner yes. seat. Yes. Um, the, and that's also like just pure star Wars right there. You think about yeah. Luke, uh, you know, in the millennium Falcon and at the gunner seat. Um, and there's that music is going and mm -hmm. it dun, dun, felt dun, 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 dun. this yeah, totally. feels very star Wars where Andor is, is one of my favorite shows of all time, but Andor doesn't have this type of star Wars feel to it. There's no lightsabers. There's no force. There's no dog fights. So I think if you're a classic star Wars fan, this show is actually delivering a lot of the stuff that you would want. Um, not necessarily like, like I said, Andor was like a different flavor of Star Wars. Yeah. This is like yeah. classic. That was new Star but, Wars. It's classic Star Wars. Yeah. But Andor does have that great moment. I forget, I forget, um, Skarsgård's, um, name on the show, but he's flying that ship and he's got all those little tricks, all those little special gadgets. And he uses like, the, it's almost like lightsabers shooting out of either side. Oh, right, right, and he right. does yes, that cool, yes. like spin move and takes out the, the, uh, the baddies. Like that was, yes. that was fun. Yes. Um, Luthen. Luthen, thank you. Yes. yes, yes. Um, the I thought that the episode starting with the sparring scene was great with uh Hu Yang. Yes, um, that was really fun to kind of see like that side of him because for those that watched Clone Wars, like they they have a lot more invested in this guy. But for those that are haven't watched Clone Wars like myself, I'm just starting it. Um, they don't have as much experience with this with this droid and and his uh i guess connection to not mm. only the force but also to uh to lightsabers and the history of of sabers and combat and things like that so yes. great to see that i actually liked their sparring session better than i liked the ahsoka sabine sparring session mm. I, I and this may be this may be an unpopular opinion but i don't love rosario dawson as ahsoka mm. i'm well in and this... maybe it's just because she's playing it so flat like yeah. it's mm -hmm. she's so stoic she's so yeah. deliberate and i just from what i saw of her on rebels what i've seen of her in clone wars i'm like how is this the same person right like she's I so serious that's a hundred percent valid and you're not alone i've seen that take a lot online and i have to agree and we talked about the voice last week um of ashley Eckstein versus rosario I'm I'm 50-50 on it. 50% of me is saying, oh, they will explain that. she, There was something traumatic that happened or something. There's a reason why she's being more reserved now. And then the other half of me is like, no, they're never going to explain that. There's just It's just going to act like, all right, this is her live action version. That was her animated version. But it's 100% right. If you've been following the character from the animated shows up until the live action, you can even go back to Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian. She was the same way in those shows. And it's more about her look 
than anything. And I think yeah. when, when she was first announced and when she was showed up, everybody's like, oh, she looks great. Like she looks like Ahsoka. But I think they didn't stop to say, oh, does she, is she Ahsoka? Does she feel like Ahsoka? Yeah. And it's just a different, they, that might be the direction she was told to go with. You know, hey, this character, this version of Ahsoka is more reserved. Hopefully, like I said, we will get something by the end of it. But three episodes into it, I'm with you. It just feels like it's a different character than the one we had uh, seen in the previous iterations of of the animated shows. But Filoni's at the helm, so it's not like a different yeah. guy's coming in and saying, "This is my take on it." It's like this is the original creator of the character, so. I will wait to see. I will wait uh, until we have all eight episodes, and maybe even until his movie, until Filoni's movie, we might see something where Ahsoka is. Maybe it's just her evolution, you know, from the young, uh, precocious character. She was like a ball of energy. If you go back to the, did you go back to the actual movie, or did you just go straight into the show? So the Clone Wars. In preparation, I was trying to do it legit, like I was going based off of. Oh, okay. Uh, like the release uh, yes. year of stuff. Yes. So I, I definitely mm-hmm. watched that miniseries, the movie first. Right. And But I feel like she... that's where I have some questions. Yeah, yeah. And I mentioned this to yeah. you, uh, yeah. if we can take a moment just to address this. So correct me if I'm wrong. I know it's probably been a lot longer since you've watched it than when I, I watched it. But didn't the Clone Wars movie end with events that were basically like leading right into what would be the beginning of Revenge of the Sith, where Palpatine is quote unquote kidnapped and uh and he's been brought onto Grievous's ship and then Anakin and Obi-Wan are, are set sent to uh to rescue him, right? Like I recall there being footage of like what would be the beginnings of that in that miniseries, but then I'm watching like Clone Wars because I, I went back to I was like, wait a minute. I'm watching like the first maybe three or four episodes into Clone Wars. I'm like, this is totally backtracked. Like that 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 has not taken place. Um, Grievous is out there with the this giant ship that has like an ion cannon or something. I can't remember what it's called. Devastator or right. vent. I can't remember yes. what's the name. Ventilator. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I'm like, this doesn't they don't flow into each Mm. other. Like it seemed kind of an abrupt difference. And so I was wondering, I wanted to get your take on that. Like there, I know that what you're, what you're talking about, there's something that does lead directly into revenge of the Sith. It, I, it actually might even be the, um, the 2d animated, um, clone wars because the, the 3d animated one was actually meant to be a, um, just a couple episodes of the actual show. And at the time they were like, yeah, we're going to get a hundred episodes. So they had already, they already knew they were getting seasons of the show. So I'm looking up just the, the plot on, on here. And they're saying that it, it goes with um, Jabba's little baby and uh, all of that stuff. The Hutt clan, uh, they sign a treaty that allows Republic forces to pass through Jabba's territory. So I think it was just setting up the actual show itself, and I can't remember what specifically it was, but I know what you're talking about. There was something that went directly into episode three, 
And at the yeah, time, I was back. Like, huge into Maybe that. I'm confused, confusing myself on something. But I remember yeah. that. I'm like, what? This seems weird. Right. And yeah. I, maybe I'm on my own here, but this first season has been a little bit hard to get into. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I think it's also... Oh, like Clone Wars. Yes. Yeah, yes. Clone Wars. I'm having right. a little bit of a tough time sort of staying focused on it. Yes. It yes. just doesn't keep my attention the way Rebels did. Yeah. Uh, it might have a little bit to do with the sort of jankiness of the mm-hmm. CGI of the time. Yes. Um, yes. That actually threw like, me off. Their mouths and... aren't moving. Like It's like mm-hmm. really like bad dubbing in that regard. Um. Not really, it's not really the dubbing that's bad. It's it's the animation to go right. alongside. Yeah, the it was just the technology over. at the time. Um, it, there's been so many, uh, so much progress in animation since 2008. But I was the same way. Um, I did not like the look of it at first, and the first season was kind of a slog for me. I didn't fall in love with, and I didn't tell you this. I forgot uh, when you told me you were going to go back and watch Clone Wars, but I didn't fall in love with it until season two. That's okay. when I got hooked on Clone Wars. And um, from there, I was like, yes, this is great. But um, it is rewarding to to continue with it. And that final season is just fantastic. <laughs> I, I love the last season of Clone Wars. But um, you get to see her progression. Like I said, in that original movie, which was the first time we saw her, she was created and, and uh, debuted in that movie. She was like a ball of energy. And we saw her like that for a lot of the show. And she was kind of like the Robin to Anakin's Batman. And she was the light, you know, the, the not comic relief, but just the, um, the, the light, the sunshine in the room and we this version of her is not like that i i'm not seeing that in this show so far and and like i said actually everything in the live action stuff because in if you think about it in mandalorian she she shows up captures morgan elsbeth and then is training with grogu and luke like talking to luke and and guiding him but that's about it and in this show so far she hasn't really been a, given a lot to do she's had a couple lightsaber fights but everything is about it's like fetch quest it's like all right we got to go track the map all right the map goes over here and then now we got to fly to this planet and that planet goes over there so at at this point we're three episodes in it does feel like i i want her to have more to do and i want her to have a more significant impact and like you said we just we haven't gotten rolling yet really it's like we know we we've got these little threads of okay, we've got the dark Jedi's, we've got the former Jedi's and Morgan Elsbeth, we got that Thrawn storyline, we've got the Ahsoka training Sabine storyline, we got Sabine coming into her own and kind of finding out who she is, and then we got finding Ezra story. So we got all these little storylines, but everything hasn't really come together and gelled at this moment. It's just a lot of setup and. A lot of, and I saw a lot of people talking about the way the dialogue is delivered in these episodes. It's like very stilted, and they take these pauses of. It's almost like they want it to have this impact, like what I'm saying. Yeah, what is I'm very is so important. important. Yeah, right. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping it picks up a little bit, but I'm still. I, it's hard for me to be down on it because. I'm in the Star Wars universe and I'm just, I'm just, I just love spending time in this universe. And 
I, I'm also kind of anticipating what's going to come. And so that's like fueling me at this point. I think Secret Invasion was kind of like that as well, where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in the Marvel Universe. I got Samuel Jackson. And then when I got to the end, I was like, oh, wait a minute. There, all that stuff I was anticipating didn't end up happening. So hopefully Ahsoka is not like that. But um, I, I'm really excited that you're, uh, you're getting into the Star Wars universe even more so um, than you were before. And I'm very curious. Remember, we talked about Merrick last week, mm -hmm. about yeah. who it possibly could be. Was there any more hints in this episode to you of who you think Merrick might be revealed as? Well, hearing the voice does not sound female. I mean, it's definitely digitized, right? It's, it's affected, whether that's just like a mask thing, kind of like a Stormtrooper mask or a Darth Vader mask or something like um, but it feels like it's a guy underneath there based on the sound of the voice. Um, and with that Sam Witwer voice credit, not tied to him specifically, at least I don't think it was. I didn't look at the credits of this episode to see if it was like Merrick and then like it had a person's name next to it. Um, yeah, they did have somebody's name. I, I can't remember who it was, but it was not you know anybody that we know. Right, right. And that could have just been the body, right? Like mm -hmm. yeah. who's in the, who's in the, the costume. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean that's the, the, the person for real, right. especially when they take off. Cause the mask. yeah, we, I mean, look at Pedro Pascal and the, the Mandalorian, yeah. like they're crediting the body doubles now. Exactly. Um, so it feels more and more like it could very well be the canon version of Starkiller. If they're going to go down that road, it could very well just be, a, a new character named Merrick. Mm. Like it doesn't have to be anybody that I think we all want it to be somebody. Cause we want the mask to mean something. Um, but he could very well just be another inquisitor. I think we've heard rumblings about Hayden Christensen being involved again for this, this, uh, series or this show, maybe in a flashback concept. Uh, obviously, uh, Darth Vader is at the time of this stuff is gone. So, right. um, uh, the assumption is that this is all flashback stuff, unless there's some clone element going on here. Uh, maybe it's, maybe he'll pull off the mask and it's Anakin, but it's like, a, he's like a clone Anakin. Like that'd be fun. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just don't think, even though I, I would really like it to be Barris. Is it off? Off? off yeah. Off yeah. Um, even though I'd like it to be her, it doesn't sound like it's going to be her. I, I just, there's this thing in the back of my mind of, remember Taskmaster in Black Widow? They had a male person in the suit the whole time. Yeah. And then, all right, it's a female. It's not, <laughs> uh, it's a woman the whole time. And they, they had disguised the voice. Like, I just feel like at this point they're disguising the voice and they're wearing a mask when they don't need to. There's there's specific times where it's like, unless they were injured or unless they need that mask to, to survive like Vader, they should have taken the mask off in the time, in, in canon, basically, in the universe. There should have been times where they were taking the mask off. But for us as the audience members, they're, they're hiding for a reason. I feel like they're building up to 
all right, this is going to be this big reveal. And I'm still seeing the Ezra talk. I'm still seeing the, the only way I could, I could see that is like if they do something with time travel and it's like, all right, this is Ezra from the future. He comes back or this is like Ezra's time. He had spent so much time there that he develops this darker personality or this dark side. Cause we saw that in, in rebels, he was working with Maul and he was going towards the dark side. He was using, you know, the, the Sith holocron. So it's not like he doesn't have dark moments in rebels, but man, I feel like that number one, it'd be too obvious. I feel like it would be too cheap and like the cheap, you know, the cheap scare of, Oh, it's him. It's Ezra. This is who we were searching for the whole time, and he was Merrick. But I don't feel like Merrick is a big enough character at this point. I feel like he would be the big bad if it was mm -hmm. Ezra. Like he would be the Kylo Ren, or he would be like the the Snoke, or somebody like the head person, and not the the mercenaries, underlings. Like the the he's below, or he or she is below everybody as far as rank. I feel like, but. It'll be interesting to see who it is when they finally reveal it. Uh, but <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying uh, Merrick so far. I'll uh, tell you this: so Merrick, Shin, Hati, and all the other uh, nondescript aliens that are assisting <laughs> them. Terrible shots. Terrible. Oh, yeah. Terrible aim uh, <laughs> in space uh, to be that close and not have destroyed that ship uh, at that. Like, come on, like. <laughs> That's wild to me. Uh but yeah. okay. Uh plot armor. Plot armor is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um I loved seeing I can't remember the actress's name. I don't have it up on in front of me, but um the the actress who plays Mon Mothma. Um Oh, yes. Yes. Or I should say Chancellor Mothma uh, in this mm. episode. Yes. Great to see her again. Uh, yes. I think she's fantastic. Genevieve uh, O'Reilly. Awesome yes. What's that? Genevieve O'Reilly. There you go. Genevieve O'Reilly. Um yeah. We also get our first live action appearance of Jason Sandula. Ooh, yeah. Which is really cool. Um, carrying over from uh, Rebels, he's got green hair. Hair doesn't look exactly the same, but he does have green hair. Um, and I don't, I don't know if you caught this, and I didn't catch this on my first viewing, but I saw it on TikTok, so I thought I would share it because TikTok is where you get all the, the latest and greatest <laughs> scoops of stuff. Um, he's wearing a scaled down pauldron uh, on his shoulder, like a shoulder plate. That is the same shoulder plate that Kanan uh, wore in Ooh. Rebels. It's not nice. as large. Kanan's was like very oversized, but um, but it's the same uh, design on it, uh, nice. same look, same shape. Uh, so I thought that was a nice, nice I nod. I like that. Yeah. Um, we got Purgles. Purgles. Yes. Yes. Live action Purgles. How did they? So based on what we've seen in Rebels, now seeing them live action, did it hold up for you? Was it? Uh, a worthy reveal or do you think they should have saved the purgles for a later episode no i think this is good um the the amount that that they revealed you know in, in mando we only saw them as they were traveling through hyperspace and we saw them on the sides this right. one we're getting like a full close-up view so i liked this version i like the um the design that they chose and they they went with um, everything looked great to me also that was interesting Sabine saying, I haven't seen them since Ezra. And it almost feel like she didn't know about, like, 
Hu Yang was the one who said their names. Like she was just like these creatures. I thought it was just known, you know, in the Star Wars universe that oh, Purgle exists. They were ancient light light speed travelers, hyperspace travelers. Right. But it seems like it's not very well known. Maybe only the Jedi were Jedi and Sith were privy to it. I don't know, but I just thought that What's was kind crazy of to me is that it seems like there wasn't a very clear report of what happened when Thrawn and Ezra disappeared. Mm. Like right. in terms of what the rebels team shared with the rest of the, the rebel Alliance, you know, like and everything else, there's so little known about that. Um, and it just tells me that they didn't really share everything. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but they kept a yeah. lot of secrets. Uh, so much so that Hera thought that Thrawn was dead. Like, right. what? Why right. would you think that? You saw them all go f- fly away together. Like, at no point was Thrawn dead. Um, and if you think that about Thrawn, then why don't you think that about Ezra, too? And um, apparently, based on that council scene with, uh, with uh, Chancellor Mothma, uh, we see that at least multiple times, not uh, at least spoken of, Hera has been using Republic resources to try to find Ezra. So, uh, which is good. I'm glad they haven't forgotten about him, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great scene. And, and seeing Genevieve O'Reilly, I was like, I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know we were going to see her. And, and yeah. the fact that she's played Mon Mothma in multiple series in Rogue One, like, it's kind of fantastic. Uh, I think she was even in episode three, if I'm not mistaken, but I think that was she's her had first a, appearance. Yeah. Yeah. She's had such a, a long history with this character and it's cool to see a, an actor flesh out a character after so many years, like, you know, in episode three, she was barely in it. And then how many years went by until we saw her again in Andor. So I think that's really cool that it was like this character was there the whole time, but now we're not, we're getting a chance to, to really get a feel for who she is and, and uh, her politics and everything. So I'm really liking the, the expansion of, of Mon Mothma's character. And we're still She's getting... aged like a fine wine, like a oh, fine yeah. wine. Yeah. The finest. She, yeah. Wine. She looks like she did in episode three to me. Like I, I, She's I don't been see like any difference. Upperwear or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, we got, Another mention of Thrawn, 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 Thrawn. Somebody needs to put a super cut of Thrawn mentions. Do you think we're <laughs> going to see him before the end of the series? Or do you think they're going to save the the bulk, the meat of Thrawn for the movie, the this Filoni movie that's coming up? Good question. I think, I think you're right. I think that he will be established as a threat, but I don't think he's going to be whatever threat he fa- he creates is not going to be solved by the end of this season. Um, but I think we talked about this. Um, Filoni is not going to be directing another episode until the fifth episode. Yes. And that's the longer episode. I think that one is like 50 something plus minutes. It's like, it's the longest of the season. So, um, that one, if, if it were up to me and it were, these were my characters that I created or not, maybe he didn't create Thrawn, but he purposed. Mm-hmm. right 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 um but he did make ezra and all these other you know like if you're going to introduce those characters again in ahsoka you're gonna you're gonna want to be the one in creative control of that so i fully believe that that's the episode we're gonna see potentially both of those characters ezra mm. and thrawn nice okay and that uh, would be like a nice midway point because 
episode five, we've got three episodes left after that. Yeah. So yeah, that would be a good, uh, nice midway point show. If I'm with you, I want to see him in episode five. Yeah, I don't think he five. would give that, give that uh, privilege to anybody else. I think he wants, I mean, I would want it personally. I, I would be like, no, you're not having that. That's my moment. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> these, are my, these are my people. Yes. So, so I think you're, <laughs> Me and we've aligned once again, Shaf. I, I think our <laughs> feelings are this was um, an an okay filler episode. Um, I really liked the the dog fight in space, the um, the ship battles, and then Ahsoka jumping using her lightsabers out on the wing. Um, those were cool, and but there wasn't a whole lot of plot, you know, pushing forward what was going on. It was just kind of oh, these are cool moments, but um, not a whole lot. Basically, we found out that Morgan Elsbeth is building a giant hyperspace ring. And I was wondering, did it have to be so big? First I was thinking, oh, did they want to put like a little planet in there? But I was like, nah, it's not big enough. But then, oh, maybe they want the pearl to go in there. Like, what was the point of it being that big? You know, because normally it's to get a, a ship. I assumed it was that big because that's the size of the Star Destroyer that it that they flew away on. The oh the Thrawn when the one that Thrawn was on yeah yeah mm. I mean unless yeah, that I was not, thinking about that I mean that's my only guess or it's because of the size of a Purgle because mm -hmm. they that mentioned was... that even that hyperspace thing I think they still need Purgles to to get there so I yeah. think that's why they they built it over Cetos which is where a bunch of Purgles are in the atmosphere so mm. um, it seemed to me like the Purgles are needed regardless to get to this other space. So, but I, that doesn't make any sense to me as to why they would need the hyperspace drive as right. well. Right. Cause because it, like, if Purgles um, were able to take Ezra and Thrawn just by attaching themselves to the ship, then it wouldn't really matter. Right. Like you wouldn't yeah. need to make a big thing. I, I'm thinking it's kind of like, um, not a holster, but, like a saddle for the purgle of like keeping them. And then I can guide them to go where I want them. That's the only thing I can think <laughs> <Maybe>. of. <laughs> but yeah. And, and as far as the, again, the, the Ezra thing, why would he be back? But Thrawn stayed there. Yeah. yeah no, and that doesn't. if he's turned, like I've seen these theories, like, okay, now he's turned to the dark side or he's turned and he's joined Thrawn. Why would he leave Thrawn back there? If he, if he turned or if he joined his side. So yeah, that, I still don't buy the Ezra um, thing. If if it turns out to be true, then hey, I want to see what Filoni has to say of of why it's true. But at this point, to me, it doesn't make sense. Excellent. My only thought is if they're, they're going to make it Ezra, then if we're dealing with time and space. There's no reason why there couldn't be more than one Ezra running around. Um, so, like, if this is like a dark Ezra, then mm. it could be an Ezra from the future. Yes, and then they're like, I guess their only hope is that they could, if they get to the world between worlds or something, they can, you know, retrieve an Ezra before this mm. turn, this dark turn. I, I don't know, uh, but like, yeah, if they're I'd, gonna go down that path, that. like, to me, it seems like they're gonna need to use time as a means to make it happen. So. Right. The multiverse is all in in vogue right now, Shav. Everybody wants to get a multiverse, so that I could definitely see that happening. Nega Ezra, Nega Ezra. Nega Scott. I could see that happening. They watch watch they become best friends. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that was a good 
discussion, Shaf. I'm very happy um, that, like I said, that you're here with me, that you're joining us each and every week talking about Ahsoka. Uh, next week's episode, I noticed the only information that I specifically found is that Peter Ramsey is directing it. He directed an episode of Mando uh, previously, but also Into the Spider-Verse. He was one of the credited oh. directors on Into the Spider-Verse. So I am very much interested to see what he has to say. But every episode, it looks like is being written by Filoni from start to finish. So there's no other uh, chefs in the kitchen. Everybody, or it's all a, a Filoni production at this, at this point. So... We shall see, my friends. But like I said, thank you very much for joining us. We're going to be back next week talking about another episode of Ahsoka Part 4. Please join us. If you have any questions or comments, leave them down below here on YouTube. And we will see you in the world, the world between worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>